I tried to stay as unbiased as I can, but I'm, I know that, you know, through the conversation, it's probably gonna like leak through and be like, I mean, <laughs> it's black and white here. Like it, this seems like it is the definite winner. Um, but I, I do think um, there were things that I learned because I've had my single family home um, for, oh, I don't know. I think it's been maybe five or six years. And it's, it's an easy way to start. So I guess I'd rather have somebody kind of you know, uh, be a little apprehensive on trying to dive into multifamily because I, it's probably just a mental hurdle anyway. But if they can get started and, you know, take some action steps on getting a single family rental, and then you kind of, you know, just learning by doing, like they'll realize once they're doing maintenance on the property or, you know, there's one roof for that one door. Hey everybody, thank you for joining us to another amazing episode. Uh, today we have Nate Ulrich. He's in Nebraska. He's a, a real estate broker um, and he has a passion. It's been, he's been a real estate investor for uh, a little bit over seven years. He has a passion for, for teaching people and helping people invest in, uh, in real estate investing, commercial real estate investing. And um, I don't know if I said it already, but he's located in Nebraska. And uh, he also wrote a book and has a bunch of uh, actionable steps that he wants to talk about in this episode today. So Nate, if you do us a favor, man, tell us a little bit about you. You bet. Thanks for having me on the show, German. I, I appreciate it. Um, sure. So I guess I'll start back. I was a franchisee for nutrition store. Um, me and a partner had eight stores in the Midwest. And I really started getting interested in real estate at that time because I was a tenant in multiple, you know, retail strip centers and I was paying each landlord quite a bit of money, you know, monthly. And as far as me, you know, growing up and, and wanting to be successful, I was raised, I would say, just kind of a typical middle class upbringing. And I didn't really think about, you know, landlords, landowners and how, um, you know, great that is to position yourself to be able to make income like that. And so it just kind of dawned on me at that time that I should be investigating real estate in different ways that I'd be able to make money while I, I did own those nutrition stores. And um, the, I guess my first investment was in 2013. It was a retail building. I still own that right now. And I wanted to do more. Um, but I didn't really actually know like the, the next steps that I should be taking. And I, um, I just ne knew I needed to educate myself more. So I went from a journey of thinking I would own a lot of retail real estate to I'm going to buy some single family houses and just scale from there. It seems like that's a pretty common story, you know, fix and flip or burr or something like that. Um, and I actually, I do have one single family house that I have as a rental and I started contacting executors of probate estates, trying to find some deals that maybe I'd be able to get slightly less than, than market value. And I walked through uh, quite a few of those, made some offers, nothing really stuck though. And it was awkward conversations because, you know, the people were in a difficult situation and um, normal rental single family homes on the market. Uh, they were just too, you know, price too expensive for the numbers to work. And so I guess that just led me to, um, 
as I was listening to more podcasts, reading more books, I was listening to one of the more popular podcasts and um, somebody in the town where I live, uh, Omaha was a guest on this podcast and <clears throat> listened to the whole show a couple times, I think. And then I reached out to him and I'm like, Hey man, like you've had great success. I'd like to learn from you. You know, can we do a coffee or meet up or whatever? And he actually ran a local meetup here in town. And so he suggested that I go to the meetup because there's going to be other investors. And I think I just needed that suggestion to kind of spark me into action. So I ended up going to the meetup, met a lot of great people. And uh, this gentleman, I've partnered with him and, and another guy on it's been like five or six different deals. Um, I've, I've done different partnerships, kind of JV type of situation. And then I've also invested as an LP. And now um, I am uh, helping uh, GPs raise money and, and do due diligence and asset management and that sort of thing. And basically just helping my friends, family and other people um, learn about passive investing and, and how great it is and the tax advantages. Um, and kind of, you know, imparting on them my stories and how it's been great for me and, and how I can help them achieve financial goals. Cause I, I, you know, I really believe that it's one of the best ways that you can grow your wealth. Let me ask you something, Nate, um, before we, we started, uh, the, uh, the show, you mentioned something because you're a broker and right. you mentioned, um, commission based, right. Right. Uh, and so, my impression when, when I hear a broker saying that, I'm guessing you don't do brokerage full time. Am I correct? Um, I've started going down the path of, and we were talking about this, where I'm doing more um, of the, the capital raising and helping people passive invest. Um, and I do some brokerage on the side. I would say it's kind of half and half right now, but going forward, it'll probably take up you know less, less hours on my schedule. But um, I feel it's just a, another way that I'm able to help people if they have real estate problems, you know, that I can help them solve. Um, so can you can you mention some of that? Because I mean, and you hear all the time people ask, or if you if you uh, uh, are a member of the forums or groups on Facebook and in other forums that you find about real estate investors, a lot right. of the questions is like, do I need a license? Is a license? Well, we know that is a license is not required, but does it add any value? to do what you want to do as a real estate investor? Uh, does, it, does it give you an advantage? I thought it would. <laughs> that's why I got it. And that's why I went through the work and the trouble to, to get it. And I, I think it's worth it because, I mean, you're going to have more reps at, you know, if you're helping other people make offers or if you're doing offers on your own um, and just getting, you know, around the business and, and learning how things work. It's definitely doable without it. I, I think it's just another tool, you know, when you talk to people and figure out what their financial goals are. Some people really want to have the 100% control, um, you know, type of situation, which, and actually I've kind of, I started like that too. I thought, you know, I wanted to have, you know, all the opportunity. If something was wrong, I'd be able to go in there and fix it. And I've really learned that, you know, partnering with people, you have to, find people that you can trust and, and, you know, your interests are in line with. Um, but to really scale, you really need to, to find partners and um, you can achieve so much more together. But yeah, so if, if there are people that um, do need help or if they would want to buy a building, you know, 100% outright, then, then I have that option. That's awesome, man. Uh, and one of the questions I, and I, I told you before, I want to 
I want to get my broker's license. Um, right. I don't know what doors will, it will open, but that's that's uh, more of a personal question. Uh, the uh, so explain to us because you said that you you help your family and you help friends and other people, um, and, and teach them how to invest in real estate investing. Uh, you also have a book. Um, can you can you tell us how you help people and how you teach them how you explain real estate investing? And can you tell us about the book as well? Sure. Um, and so the, the book is titled Fearless Investing. You can get it at my website, um, redelminvesting.com. And then also, um, before I forget, I just released, it's a little checklist. It's 11 questions that you should be asking as a real estate investor. And there's questions for yourself as, as well as for the sponsor or whatever team is, is leading the deal. Um, and it's relevant to during pandemic and, and post-pandemic times where, you know, things kind of got thrown out of whack and maybe some assumptions um, aren't aren't the same anymore. So just kind of some questions you should be thinking about. Um, you know, I, I really just try to um, ask people what their financial goals are and, and how much time and or money they have to commit to, you know, growing their wealth because ultimately that's what they're after. And if they do have, you know, uh, more time than money, then, you know, um, I feel like some people might think that's going to be an obstacle and make it harder for them to uh, achieve their goals where it, it really, I mean, you have to want it, obviously, and, and you have to um, have that desire. But depending on your resources, you know, you can go and kind of, um, you know, bird dog deals. And if you're able to find deals that that end up closing somebody's going to pay you money for it and that can you know happen with with no money spent or you know just by networking and um well i mean i've done some of those things too where if you're sending out direct mail or you know kind of doing campaigns to to find properties so there's either that or if you want more of a hands-off approach and I really feel on a risk adjusted basis doing the passive investing route uh, with multifamily properties is, is really, you know, it, um, one of the best ways. And even through the pandemic, I feel like if another pandemic is going to rear its ugly head and, and, you know, do what it did to the, the world, I think the government is going to step in and it's either going to help the landlord or the tenant because, you know, th those gears need to keep turning. The economy needs to steep, uh, keep working. And so there's going to be some sort of assistance. Um, whereas, well, I guess with retail too, that maybe some of that there, but it just seems like um, no matter what happens, there's going to be a way to figure it out and you aren't going to, you know, lose your property, lose money. It, maybe it'll uh, break even or something, but, um, you know, I think there's always a way to work through the problems. Um, and so, yeah, basically just figuring out when, I, when I'm talking to my friends or family that want to invest, what's most important to them. And typically the, the common answers are, well, I want to get all the great benefits of real estate. And as you know, I'm sure too, um, German, you know, the tax advantages and you're leveraging people's experience and their credit and all these other things. And all you're doing is, is checking your bank account or, you know, reading the quarterly reports, um, which is a good way to learn too. You know, even if you do have ultimate dreams of, I want to put these deals together or something like that, just being able to be a part of a deal and seeing how everything works is a, a great education. 
do you when you educate uh, your friends and, and, and family? Do you go because right now you're a commercial real estate investor, correct? Do you and and you only have one single family property? I, I think that's what you said before, right? For for single family, yes, I, I have that, and then I have a retail property, and then um, kind of it's a it's a variety. I have about a thousand doors in between um, syndicated um, projects and uh, just like I'm partnered with other um, guys here. So when, when you're talking to people, do you, do you try to, to uh, steer them towards commercial real estate, pro, uh, uh, real estate um, properties versus, for example, single family homes or residential uh, uh, real estate uh, due to the fact that we know the benefits and the differences on managing it, tax benefits, um, force appreciation and all that stuff? Or do you just, depending on what they say, you just put the blanket out for, hey, this is what's available, this is what you can do, and then help them out uh, further their, their experience? I tried to stay as unbiased as I can, but I'm, I know that, you know, through the conversation, it's probably going to, like, leak through and be like, I mean, it's black and white here. Like, it, this seems like it is the definite winner. Um, but I, I do think... Um, there were things that I learned because I've had my single family home um, for, oh, I don't know, I think it's been maybe five or six years. And it's it's an easy way to start. So I guess I'd rather have somebody kind of, you know, uh, be a little apprehensive on trying to dive into multifamily because I, it's probably just a mental hurdle anyway. But if they can get started and you know, take some action steps on getting a single family rental. And then you kind of, you know, just learning by doing like, they'll realize once they're doing maintenance on the property, or, you know, there's one roof for that one door, or, you know, different things that when you scale up bigger, it, it just, it just makes more sense. So, and sometimes you can kind of nod your head and be like, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, but until you live it, you know, they, maybe they don't really understand, but yeah, I, I try to give them a, a unbiased, you know, view of both and tell them my experiences that I've had with both and kind of let them make that judgment. But I probably do steer them a little bit. That's pretty cool, man. So yeah. can you, can you give us some actionable steps that you provide to the people that you help? Yeah. Um, and, and I just look back to my journey on what I think uh, kind of the most important steps were. Um, the first two, maybe one in the same, is just figuring out your goals and figuring out your why. And <clears throat> well, I guess I'll run through all of them first and then I'll kind of touch on why, um, you know, what mine are um, goals and why. And then you need to educate yourself and then start networking with other investors, brokers, other people in the business, and then you need to take action. And so kind of going back to my story and, and what helped me um, just stay motivated and propel me forward was in 2018, uh, we were kind of put in a position where I knew my nutrition stores, um, me and my business partner, we needed to sell sometime and that was kind of the best time to sell excuse me. Um, and then also I had a daughter in 2016. So I have three kids, uh, two boys, nine and seven, then my daughter's four. And uh, my daughter was born with a genetic disease where she has seizures. Um, and so uh, we've been down to Houston a few times, Children's Hospital. She's had two different uh, brain surgeries. Um, she's on meds. She'll, she'll need lifelong care. You know, she's, she's a special needs kid. Um, 
And so with that, uh, my wife is unable to work because she is on the phone with doctors and um, she has a lot of, my daughter has a lot of therapists and things like she that. She takes so, her off at home. Yeah. Yep. Stay at home mom. And, and um, my daughter goes to preschool and everything and she's, she's made huge steps, but you know, for, for our family, no one ever plans, you know, yeah. for that. And so it was kind of a, a shock to our system and we're rolling with the punches and trying to make the best of it. But it really put me in a position where I'm going to, you know, I'm the breadwinner. I need to be as smart as I can and make the, you know, best decisions. And if I'm able to generate income and not actually have to trade my time and, you know, energy for it, then that seems like a really smart thing to do. Um, so that, really propelled me to, you know, stay vigilant on learning as much as I could, as fast as I could, and diving, you know, headfirst into the multifamily space and figuring out the best way to make money. And that kind of also led me to getting my license to be a broker. Um, I also did property management um, for commercial buildings for about nine months. I learned a lot there too. But then really, um, going back to those five steps, like, your goals and your why, well, my why is for my family, you know, I provide for them. Right. And then um, goals is to, you know, keep adding other passive income streams um, through real estate um, and then help other people invest and help them, you know, realize their goals and, um, and then educate themselves uh, and network because without like the education and networking component, you're probably not going to have that confidence to take action. Um, and so just, you know, running, running through those kind of five steps and you can't really, you know, skip any of them um, because they're all important. And then sharing my stories that, you know, that kind of relate to those. Um, and then, and then figuring out, you know, do they have more time or money and then kind of what route works best for them. Exactly. No, I, I'm with you, man. I mean, you gotta, you gotta build a toolbox, you know, and, and like you said, you cannot skip the, the, uh, the steps. Right. And you have to sometimes do it simultaneously where you're educating yourself, you're networking and you're doing all this stuff at the same time. And, and when you get to the level where you are right now, the story is, is very compelling because that's when people are going to relate to you and, and people are going to start making excuses because they're going to hear your story. You made it happen, right? Like you, like everybody else has problems and sometimes our problems or, or somebody might have a problem that it's not as, well, they're significant, but they're not might be as, as um, probably compelling as yours, right? And that's when you realize it's like, well, if he could make it, right? Then my problem is not as big as, as his, let me make it. So at, at that time, your story becomes inspirational. Uh, so that's pretty, that's pretty amazing, man. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. And yeah, I mean, and I'm not, you know, saying I'm special. I'm sure there's other people that yeah. have, you know, yeah. um, very uh, similar situations or, you know, different dynamics, but I, I really feel, you know, it, it all comes down to, you know, nothing is going to be handed to you. You have to work for it. And, you know, that's kind of, I feel like the, the reason we're on uh, the earth here is, you know, the, the, the thrill of victory and, and working hard for something and, you know, feeling good about it and providing for your family, you know, that's, uh, that's what I'm about. And that's what I'm living. Definitely, man. So yeah. I, I was reading your bio, uh, the interest for real estate is starting in college. So that means that you went to college and you were basically uh, like most people in college, you know, you're, you're just making meets. Yeah. Uh, 
And, and so you had nothing, you educated yourself, right? You became a broker, you had your own business, you had to sell it in, in 2019, uh, mm-hmm. ho- hopefully, and I'm guessing that was a good moment when you sold it. It was, yeah, we were able to do yeah. okay. And I guess, actually, if we want to go back a, even a few yeah. chapters, um, and I know you and your brother are in the military. So I was actually in the um, Air Force National Guard for about 10 years. Okay. And I, I did that to pay for my college. Um, okay. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, GI yeah. Bill and got to travel a little bit and all that. It was GI Bill, but it doesn't, it, for people to picture that, it's like it, you didn't come from money. That's, yeah. what I'm, that's what I'm trying to, to make people realize. It's like, well, yeah, you did the military, probably college was free, right? Because we don't pay for education, but yeah. we don't get paid that much either, um, right? right? Yeah. So it's not like, oh, we're wealthy and we came in and we did college and, and, and that's it. No, you actually, like I said, you, you went to college, you joined uh, the military, uh, mm. you educated yourself, you grounded and you went to, you had your own business, you sold your business. Now- the capital of that business, is that what you used to invest in real estate? <clears throat> it was, it was. And then since then, I've also, um, you know, uh, when we're talking about more time or money, I've also, you know, done prospecting and marketing to find deals. And then I've a- been able to, you know, um, work it so um, I didn't have to bring um, as much capital or, or there was, you know, um, fees there where I could invest and not really have to come out of. Um, pocket. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That, and, and you say you got you invested in over a thousand doors. Um, a th- yeah, just under a thousand uh, multifamily um, doors right now. And the I guess the current project that um, I'm I'm helping raise for, and um, I'm investing in personally, and some of my um, clients and friends, family are. Um, it, it's a 203 unit property um, in a, a state adjacent to where I live, and um, okay. it, it's going to be a good one. Um, and I guess just kind of real, real brief on that, the way um, the, the deals that I invest are uh, in, um, normally there's a refinance uh, two, three, four years in, depending on uh, how large the property is. And, you know, you're getting cash flow before the refi and after the refi, and hopefully enough value is added. So you're getting, uh, you know, all, most or all of your money back. And, you know, when I when I tell people about that, where, you know, you can put a chunk in and it can't be something that you need right away, but if you're able to, you know, make it for a few years and you can, you're still going to get cash flow from it. And then at that refi point, um, if you're going to get most of all of it back, then, you know, well, for me personally, I just put in another deal. Um, but you know, if you need it, then you can use it for, for, um, you know, life expenses or, or whatever, you know, you yeah. have. but, um, I, I just feel like that's such an awesome way to, to grow, but in finding those properties too, you know, you have to be, selective and and finding deals right now is pretty hard but you know after you start running numbers and doing that sort of stuff and doing the networking and education piece that we've been talking about it you know it comes to you what is your uh, in, in most of the deals that you that you've invested where you've been active what is your what is your role in the deal um <clears throat> most of them have been uh passive um when uh I am active. It's either helping with due diligence um, and getting things um, kind of pre-acquisition um, on this next deal. Um, I will be um, like helping co-asset manage it, um, basically managing managers. You know, there's there's another property management team that um, is doing the management. Um, 
doing that and then just helping update the investors of, of what's happening and, you know, are, are we on track, that sort of thing. And you also say you reach, uh, um, you raise capital, correct? Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, mostly uh, credited investors, non-accredited investors, just for, for the audience. You know, we have a, a lot of non-accredited. I don't know if they'd be interested. Yeah. Um, it's a mix of both. And, you know, there are, um, once you start looking, I feel like sometimes if you don't know where to look, um, you might not think that that many syndicators or, you know, these types of deals are out there, but then once you start talking to people or, or know where to look, um, you know, there are quite a few and some of them, um, you know, have minimums at 25 grand. Normally they're 50 grand, but I feel like, uh, you should kind of set yourself uh, a goal for yourself where, um, you know, kind of do your day job or do whatever it takes to generate some income. And then you need to take that money and put it to work somewhere else where you're not, you know, having to devote time and energy to it. Um, and, and that's still what I do in my personal life is where I'm, you know, generating income. And then I'm putting those that into passive investments. So I don't have to um, think about it. But now, you know, just the the addition of I'm helping actually manage those assets as well, because that's kind of my yeah. next chapter. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah, and that's a great um, advice because we we hear and we see more and more on social media. It's like quit your job, quit your job. You know, it's like go be an entrepreneur, and yeah. and and it's not for everybody, am I right? I mean, it's, it's hard. It's hard work, and and the, the W two. I mean, if you know how to manage that money, that income that you're getting and investing it somewhere else, eventually you can actually step out of your W two. Uh, but it's also important, like you say, build that capital and make that that the the income work for you, um, mm -hmm. and and make it grow. You know, so that's that's a great advice, man. Uh, yeah. Tell us a little bit about your book, man. So it's called Fearless Investing, and it just kind of it gives um, some of my background that we've kind of talked about already. Um, and then just different things to look out for, you know, when you're investing, it is more focused on if you would be a passive investor where the three things you can really control are, you know, the sponsor, the leadership team that is going to be implementing the business plan, um, the market, you know, is it in a growth market or, you know, where it's located? I feel like the Midwest where I'm located and where a lot of the deals that I participate in, um, there's less kind of volatility there. So I feel more confident and it's just more familiar and, and maybe, you know, that's not for everybody, but um, that, and then the deal itself, you know, do the, the numbers make sense and are the um, assumptions or the business plan that they've laid out, you know, d does it seem possible or, you know, are you the first syndicator or, or real estate investor going in there trying to add value and, you know, achieve rents that um, are logical and, and achievable. Um, so just thinking about those things and, and really um, thinking about it as when you are a passive investor, it's not like you don't have control because you can't control. I mean, you're the one that, that puts the money in or, or you don't, and you get to pick the deal, the market and the operator. Um, so just remembering those things uh, and and helping you make the the best decisions so you can invest fearlessly. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you uh, Midwest, right? That's uh, that's most of the markets that you invest in. 
Right. Yeah. Nebraska. So like the main markets that we we look at are Sioux Falls, Des Moines, Omaha, which is where I live. Lincoln's about an hour west of here. Kansas City is about two and a half, three hours to the south, southeast of us. Um, those and then we're kind of going a little bit south to Tulsa, um, some places in Texas, but mainly in the Midwest, kind of, you know, central. And what uh, what asset class? Multifamily. Yeah, but I'm saying uh, A, B, C, C. Oh, um, yeah, um, mostly C, uh, C, C plus, uh, hopefully B, but most of in you know, end up being C's that we're trying to, you know, turn into a C plus or a B minus. Okay, cool. That's awesome, man. Now, yeah. last question, man, because I know you're busy and I know it's, it's, it's getting late out there, too. Um, yeah. So how long have you been married, if you don't mind asking me? It will be uh, coming up on 11 years. Okay, so you started, so you were married before you got interested in real estate. Right. Uh, was your wife in when when your mind shifted and it's like, well, I want to become a real estate investor? <laughs> Great question. Um, well, I, I remember like just having conversations with her and um, it used to be, the questions of, you know, and because I wasn't that knowledgeable at the time, it was kind of like, you know, are you going to stick to this? Is this just something that it's kind of a fad or, you know, uh, what are you really doing here? And I think since I stuck with it long enough and then, you know, it's really consumed my life as I'm sure it's consumed yours, German, where, you know, you just, um, it's so fun and it's a game and you want to yeah. win um, and there's strategy to it. So, you know, it, it's just so kind of addicting. Now, now I'm at a place where she, she trusts me, you know, um, and, you know, if I say, you know, hey, we're going to be investing in this and she just kind of rolls her eyes and she's like, I trust you, you know what you're doing. So I guess I, I feel like I really just wore her down and, yeah, um, yeah. you know, but I had to, you know, kind of study up for it and, and make sure I wasn't, you know, because the last thing you want is uh, to lose in your, of your money. So, you know, preserving yeah. what we have and, and all that. That's awesome, man. Last question, man. How do you, well, actually, I got two more, uh, <laughs> but yeah, second to last, it's in regards to family. How do you yeah. balance that, uh, the W-2 investing, because mm -hmm. it takes a lot of work to do all the due diligence, uh, networking, all the meetups. Um, I mean, it takes a lot of a lot of energy and work. How do you manage in uh, the, uh, the W-2 investing in family? I really have to plan out my day and have as many systems, you know, sort of set out for me that I can because um, otherwise, and even throwing in kind of another monkey wrench in the whole situation is working from home. And so, you know, like when lockdowns happened last March, my two boys are, are home and my wife's trying to homeschool them, uh, doing the remote learning thing. And then my daughter's home and and then I'm trying to work and, you know, there's just noise. And I'm sure everybody has a, you know, very similar song they're singing. Um, so you just have to, well, like for the work environment, you have to have your own workspace where they know that you can't be interrupted, but just having, you know, as much structure as you can, because if you try to like freeform it and say, you know, I'm going to try to get all this stuff done, you know, something comes up and, and never really happens. Um, so kind of like time blocking uh, my, 
you know, um, I, I don't do a to lit to, to do list, or if I do a to do list, I'll convert that, you know, and put it times on my on my calendar. Um, so I so I know I have to get it done that, at that time. Um, but really, yeah, just planning, I would say. Nice. Awesome, man. And yeah. um, what? Well, yeah, this is the last question, man. Where can people find more about you? Where can they contact you if they if they want to? Uh, invest with you or any help or about your book tell us all about it man absolutely german so to download my new guide um, 11 questions every investor should ask during and after a pandemic you can go to redelminvesting.com slash free report so that's red elm r-e-d-e-l-m investing.com um that's homepage and then slash free report um if you want to get that um i'm on linkedin too um otherwise yeah just check out my website um i really think people will get a lot of value on that report because i kind of relate each question to a real life experience that i've had and, and why it's important awesome man thank you i really appreciate it. i really appreciate your time man uh and i i really um uh, relate to your story, you know, uh, with family. Uh, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of uh, sacrifice as well. And and I mean, you, you're doing great, man. I'm pretty sure your 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 kids and your wife are very uh, um, proud of you. You know, all you're doing for them, and, and it's, it it will pay off. And it seems like it's paying off, man, because you're giving back to you're giving back to your friends and family, and and that sometimes is is more valuable than than all the money that you make. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, yep. And it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's working. I'm having fun. And um, yeah, uh, thanks for having me on the show, German. That's great, man. So I really appreciate it. Uh, for all the uh, listeners and viewers, please give us some love, some comments, uh, some five-star reviews. Uh, contact Nate um, and ask him uh, questions. You know, read his book, download his book and his uh, the checklist so you can learn more about uh, real estate investing. And until then, peace out.